PKN362. Taylor, you are our fact checker, our research extraordinaire. You are um, an unstumpable resource on the Wings Band Twitch partnership thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've I've been looking into this for the better part of 20 minutes now. And well, hang on. Can, can I just lay out? Yeah. Wings got banned from Twitch. Now uh, he lost. He, not banned. He no. lost his partnership. So like. I like the, it my way better. <laughs> well, he didn't get totally banned. So like, <laughs> basically, if you lose your partnership, the same thing that happened to Destiny when he came on and was like. Yeah, so I can't get like subs. There's no sub button anymore. Uh, Wings said on Twitter that was about half of his total income that he just lost overnight from that. And so he's already switched to streaming on YouTube. I think he's live right now. Uh, YouTube, as you know, if you stream is way less monetizable and it's less intuitive to donate and do things like that. So like if you want to make good money on streaming, like Twitch really is, they, they are, they're optimized for it. Can we pause on that? Why is YouTube less profitable than Twitch? Like it sounded like you're saying stream size for stream size it's still mm -hmm. less profitable the uh, the amazon prime subs are huge everyone Dude. who has amazon prime gets that i like when i'm streaming regularly hundreds of my subs every month are just people being like oh five bucks you know to throw to him every month like for free to me because i get it through amazon prime boom can i uh, for amazon people who don't know how this works uh I, probably most of you do but i like to give people background if you already have amazon prime then you get one free twitch sub and Taylor was saying a lot of people just toss that his way. So Taylor, <gasps> normally you pay $5 to sub for someone mm -hmm. and Taylor would get 250 and Twitch would get 250. With Amazon Prime, Taylor gets 250 but it doesn't cost you the 5. Carry on. Yeah, and that that additional thing means that hundreds of people watching you, if you have a significant audience like Wings does, can all just be like, "Yeah, I would never take 5 bucks out of my account for this guy every month, but as long as this is free, fuck it. Like I'll throw it his way. And those really add up if there's a couple hundred of those people. Yeah. And so basically he tweeted out that he got in trouble for part D of the user content, which is under promotions. And I was reading it and it's talking about how like you can do promotions and say like you're getting a sponsorship or you're giving away something, but you have to be explicit saying that like, this is a promotion being done by me for XYZ company. Twitch has nothing to do with this. They're not a part of it. And then they make sure that you handle it. Something else I saw, and I don't know enough about him. Like, I don't, it doesn't seem like he runs promotions or like things like that often. So I can't imagine what that would be. I he saw says, someone else uh, mentioned that in the past he's done, uh, he's had people pay for unbans. And that is against terms of service. So like if, if yeah. I ban someone from my channel and they message me saying, dude, 50 bucks, your PayPal right now, if you unban me, like that guy, and if I say yes, like I could report me and I could get my partnership taken away. He's saying, Zach is saying that he's saying that it's uh, it's from the FPS boot camp and from uh, the surgery that uh, that he's banned. I guess, I guess like talking about both of those things in some way. Um, so I uh -huh. guess the real message here is you're welcome. <laughs> Zach, can you expand oh. on that? He's saying it's the FPS boot camp and the surgery. That, can, yeah. Why? Why would that be a ban or a loss of partnership? Yeah, I, I don't know either. Of course, this is coming from Wings' mouth. So, yeah, I wasn't aware of that, but I mean, like, dude, that's like, I feel oh. really bad for the guy. Can I interrupt it? it it looks like he raised money for FPS bootcamp and he raised money for the surgery and he was complaining about the begging for donations for those that Zach's phrasing is 
Confusing. I would like a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Your sentence yeah. fragments are hints, and I appreciate them. But uh, so, so but yeah, we do one, know that he did a lot of sort of fundraising drives. I guess the boot camp was from PKA, but the surgery was on Twitch. Yeah, I, I, I just to be clear, Kitty set up a whole Kickstarter for him, and then we handed him a check for ten thousand dollars, roughly. Like, so I don't know. I don't know how he's like. And even raising money for the surgery, I don't I'm get sure. why that wouldn't be allowed because you right. can go to a million streamers and it will legit say at the bottom, $5,000 goal for new Epic PC set or whatever it is. Yeah. So, like, I raised money for, able to so I could go on vacation. You yeah, raised, I've seen raised, that. <laughs> you raised money for that one gentleman to buy himself a sex toy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking. But about. I believe no, you. no. You had that. You had that 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 fundraiser so that uh, that that guy could buy that that thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that out there with no context. Let's. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I was going to like, explain how I didn't. How I did I, that, right? I don't. I'm 100 accurate. I'm not. I'm not twisting any facts. These are facts. This is the no spin zone. <laughs> thank you uh yeah i don't know what the hell the real reason is behind it like mm -hmm. it is odd that sometimes these like bands will be like someone uh this guy did something in 2014 or this person did something in 2017 and it's like okay so they just had you in their sights and they decided now's the time and they just kind of backwards rash because they could ban anyone at any time for any reason they don't have to give you any explanation at all uh right i i bet wings probably knows more about it then he's saying, or maybe he didn't. I don't know. He made a 16 minute video. I only got a couple minutes in. Uh, I watched a different guy's recap, but yeah, he's, uh, he even said on Twitter, he's like, I lost half my income because of this. And I have to decide if I even want to continue working online or not. And it's like, but even so, because of the amount of time he's spent out of the traditional workforce, like this is probably his best option. Like as far as like, what is, what could he really do? If wings delivers my DoorDash. I'm like, how many fries were in here when you picked it up? <laughs> <laughs> the little security seal. <laughs> this looks like two thirds of a fry. <laughs> you think that's he does in the that horizon? move where he takes one slice out of the pizza and then shifts them all back together? <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To make a slightly smaller pizza. He's got the sauce on his face when he, when he comes to the door. Making a slightly smaller pizza with a bunch of gaps like in between and how does that work no you pull the slice out and then you like apparently everything back together circle out of yeah, you, just, you, just push, you just push you just push it everything a little closer that is not how pizza works yeah it is you, i mean you need an exacto knife you're, you're gonna have to re-angle all the slices yeah, of course you're gonna have to re-angle all the slices you can't just eat one whole slice you have to take a little from every one it's like when you like shave too much it, of your beard and you have to keep going up and going up until it's just like a teeny little pie yeah i know exactly part. how that is that's what happened this week I, saw, I was gonna say you you look fresh faced you look young you look good what made yeah. you do that was it it was accident? a it was a fucking accident i i <laughs> i have a digital thing and it's got a memory mode and it's like ah let's go to setting number one and instead it was like you want it all off huh and i, I had already gone like eh, 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 and i had like shaved half my face so is it broken going. so the reading doesn't represent the link no. or you just didn't look at it carefully i just did not operate it professionally because mine broke in that way. I, we used to have the same one. Oh, Do you yeah, use the, the Norel Noreco? It's, it's, a, a it's green. Well, 
No, mine is one blade or one. My blade? current one is black and like shiny with a digital display. I've got a couple, but um, the one that I that I used that did this was the black shiny one. I think it's either a Philips Norelco or a Simmons. I don't know. I've got a couple of them. They're like roughly the same price point, somewhere between seventy-five and one hundred twenty-five dollars. The Norelco is pretty nice. I like for a cheap thing. I like that a lot. I, I, I think it, it, it's green, like by the blade, right? Like a little green highlight. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. think I have that as well. That. So I got the one Kyle suggested. I loved it for a while. The depth is set with this like digital display and it's in millimeters. You want half a millimeter, you want seven millimeters, whatever. And it got to be that that the display and the depth didn't match up anymore. And all, the only settings it worked were all or nothing. And it just didn't work for me. I, it broke. So now I got the other one and I like it. Yeah, it's I'm simple, almost can't break. And the Twitch world all pointed me to it. I was like, guys, I need a new one. Like, what do I get? The chat just starts streaming with the same answer. The same. I'm like, oh my gosh, unbeknownst to me, like everyone learned a couple of things, like which beard trimmer to get and maybe the electric slide. And then I'm left out <laughs> in the cold, yeah. not knowing either of them. <laughs> but now I know. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I was officially endorsed the Norel Noreco one blade. I don't Norelco. know why. It, there's no way it's Noreco. Isn't that what it is? There is an it, it, L it's, in it. it it's, there's absolutely an L in there. Like, That's not the one I have. What was that word that somebody was saying? Oh, who who was it that couldn't say? Oh, it's Dean. Dean can't say Tylenol. Well, how what does he, he say instead? He leaves the L out. It's Tylenol. The L is one of the easy ones to hit in that word. Tylenol. You would think so, and then you say Noreco. Norelco. Okay. You act like I was. I left ah. out the L because I couldn't pronounce it. It's because I forgot. I yeah, didn't that, know the name of the brand. That one's pretty much the one I have. Mine's just slightly different. I linked it in Amazon. As that can share yeah, this it, looks but... like the new gen. This is nicer oh, than mine. Maybe that's the. This difference. one has a dial, just one head that you dial in. Yeah, mine, mine has also has a dial. Oh well, then I have the old one. Either way, it's good. But yeah, I I feel pretty bad for Wings with the the Twitch. Loss of partnership. I imagine he's oh, that looks nice. going through a pretty rough time right now. The oh, yeah. number, Kyle, is the battery charge, not the depth. I feel you. My yeah. my battery lasts so goddamn long. Like I feel like I yes. charge it twice a year. I uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I store it on the charger. That's the thing I like. Um, the oh. other one, I store it on the charger because it, it feels organized, right? Instead of one that like lays down and you charge it now and then, I like it to have a spot. Yeah, I, I only like trim up like once a week normally, so I just keep it in a drawer. But um, but I'm I'm sure I know you do that. You shave a lot, so like it makes. Sense. I don't even know if it's that I shave a lot. I just I all my shit should have a place. I'm big on that. I haven't lost a tool in 15 years. Like my, my shit goes right back where it belongs, and that's why I like my shaver. It's very Hank Hill of you. I like that. Is it? I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> he never loses a tool. Like they all have like dust surroundings on the pegboard <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, all the same place yeah uh kyle I, I finally gave that show a watch i guess both of you guys were talking about a while ago love death robots yeah it's i it's, swear you watched season two so i found out that i i just hit start on the top of the list assuming uh -huh. the topic it goes down no i saw like a few of the old uh the new season rather and i was like the whole time i'm like this is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Like, what am I missing that Kyle and Woody like? The the 
the giant who washed up on the beach and then that's that, the one that I told that, Woody not to yeah. watch. It was then so that, bad. That, then there's that gay doctor who's just so fascinated with him, talking about him rotting and now he wants to walk on his hands yeah. and like touch his <laughs> nose. And it's like I kept waiting for something to be revealed, for something to happen. At first and it I just hope he'd come back to life. And then he just rots more and more and more. Yeah. And then it just ends. And, and it's horrible. It wasn't not, interesting. It wasn't fun. There was it wasn't even the premise to a story. The first no. season so much better. Now let me ask you, what am I the ones in season two? Season two is mostly a bomb. But there was one where all the kids were like genetically modified and they do these amazing gymnastic stunts and taunt a monster or something, busting through the ice. I, I'm, I'm sure I've got this about one third, right? At least. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that one. And that was okay. It's funny you said you liked that one because that was the second one. Because I guess it's the second most recent episode that it went to. And mm -hmm. the animation is so jarringly bad that I got about two minutes in. And I'm like, I can't watch this. I, I absolutely can't watch this low quality of animation. If this was a video game, they wouldn't release it. And like it was, I, so I skipped that one. And then <laughs> I saw like, and then I saw like the giant one. I started skipping around. And then I texted you guys and was like, this show fucking blows, man. Like, what, <laughs> what are the good episodes? And Kyle was like, suits and something else and something else. Beyond and the Aquila Rift. I remember suits because that was the one I liked the most with like the futuristic farmers wearing their cool mechs and shooting like all the one. bugs. And, and it was like, okay, that one's better because it, 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 it told the whole story in the in the 12 minutes. It didn't yeah. tell part of a premise like the giant one. Uh, a couple of the space ones were neat, but overall, like even season one, it was more misses than hits, I feel. Suits? Oh. Like you're on your own on that one. I walked into suits thinking that well, these people are it, like killing prairie dogs. You know, they routinely win this battle all the time. Oh no. This is a tough battle, and it doesn't go all that well. Mm -hmm. It is like fucking heavy shit starts going down, and um, it was good. I like it. Yeah, I think oh. season one is for me. Season one is like almost all hits. Like, like, like there's there's like maybe two misses in all of season one. Um, I liked I like the like there's a vampire episode. Um, I like the episode where like that girl is some sort of a like steampunk like fox sex toy um i like that, <laughs> that one um <laughs> the, i know that sounds absurd but that's almost that's literally what she becomes she becomes like a steampunk fuck toy mm. it's like half fox it's awesome um and um uh, is that beyond the, the, the the samurai guys chasing her around when she's like the yeah, demon? yeah yeah um i like beyond the aquila rift a lot though that one is first of all those animated titties are just perfection all right those those are some incredible titties um, you weren't you aren't turned off by like the uncanny valley face movements and like corner of mount like i i don't like the the video game faces in a lot of them I, there's just something it, odd about like they, like their foreheads don't wrinkle their eyebrows don't move naturally like you can tell like it looks distance, really like, close there's something wrong about that and then like any sort of close-up you're like oh that, that's what it is this is like when it's 99 of the way to getting to the cutscene after you're transitioning from the gameplay well, I'm not going for realism. Like, like I, I view it as animation. I view it as animation. Um, there's only a couple of them that are meant to be like that are like hyper realistic, and they're both in season two. Uh, in season two, there's one where um, this guy is on another planet, and he's like an albino who can regrow limbs, and uh, that one is incredible animation. Like, there are several parts of it where I'm like, oh shit, this is real. 
Or this, this they, they they filmed like the outside part as real yeah. shit, and then they like animated characters into it. Or wait, wait, are they just using real characters and just like animating over their faces, like um like that Keanu Reeves movie, um Scanner Darkly, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then there's um another one with Michael B. Jordan where he's like some sort of a like starship trooper pilot or some shit fighting some giant alien goliath ship thing like like with a whole squadron and his uh his ship crash lands on an asteroid and uh, he's running out of oxygen and he's a little bit injured and he like jumps in this life pod and inside the life pod like the, the maintenance drone is malfunctioning to the point where it views his, him as an enemy and so he is like yeah i saw that he's one. having to like sit you saw that one that was a good one yeah that was a good one the animation in that looks looks super hyper realistic one that like i just i looked at the list of episodes trying to be like okay there's no way i hated all of them one that you didn't mention that i liked a lot was the dump that like oh man yeah who who lives in the shit pile and he has like the auditor whoever you know government agent coming and there's that big trash monster it was kind of it was goofy and off the wall but like mm -hmm. the animation matched the vibe so i liked that one it was a cool yeah. little premise i haven't seen it in uh in a couple years like uh i had a friend over a month ago or something whenever i like started talking about it again i'm um, actually like not too long after season two came out and uh i was talking about it and instead of watching season two i was like let me just show you season one and we watched like two or three of my favorite episodes from season one but yeah i think it's really fucking good um i i like the the quick episodes there's one where this guy is like chasing a girl through the streets or something like that from building to building. And it's like a, like, like um, there's like a time loop going on. That one's really good. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like almost all him of them. commit a murder and she tries to track him down and then she kills him in the end and self-defense. And then she notices yeah. he caught her killing him and she has to catch him. And yeah, that was interesting. And I liked, uh, the, the kind of silly futuristic makeup and aesthetic of it. And then there's one where um, there's like three little robots that are like, like Pixar robots, like, and they're, they're like uh, traveling together and like, mm -hmm. like the humans are all gone. And like, they're, so they're like in New York city or something like going down the street and they're like, yes, this is where the humans used to live. Yes. And as you can see here, this is a dibbly do the humans used it to, to wash themselves and it's like a telephone or something. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but like, like that they, they're like trying to like pontificate about like humanity and uh, yeah, they're like piecing the it together with very little requisite knowledge for what yeah. things do. Yeah. No, I dig it a lot, but I, I, if you started with season two, I could see where you were like, the fuck am I watching? As soon as you were like this, like dead giant on the beach, what the fuck is I'm like, you're on season two. You're you're on season two. You have fucked up. You have fucked up. Well, I the blame their giant. system. You don't start from the most recent episode. You start from the if you think that system is ridiculous, for season one, they had this thing where no one saw the same episode as their first episode. I mean, some people... Basically, it played on shuffle for everybody. Like, when you press play on season one, it went shuffle. And uh, and so Ooh. we all saw different episodes. So so people would be like, hey, did you see episode one? They're like, yeah, yeah. With that, that, that space travel shit, that was nuts, right? They're like, no, 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 I saw the, the three little Pixar robots. My, yeah. <laughs> my, my person was the three little Pixar robots. And so I was like trying to talk to other people. They're like, no, no, episode one is with Dracula. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the shit on shuffle. Oh, that's that's weird. an interesting way to do it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. but They should put well, other shows on shuffle just to fuck with you. Like well, Game of Thrones. Oh God! Yeah, let's. <laughs> you start with the, the the last episode. Everybody's like, you know what? 
don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> Do your favor. No, you like start the last episode. Stories. Why am I watching this horseshit? <laughs> if you if you started on the last episode with seeing nothing else, though, you'd be like, "Wow, what a bunch of action! I can't wait to see all the reasons that this happened." <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. If you started with the last episode, you'd be like, "This is a badass show. I can't. I bet they did a really good job at, yeah. at like getting to this point. I bet it all makes sense. Why'd that little girl kill the Iceman? I can't wait to see that long build. That's they the must have had episode. a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the last episode, but that's what oh, yeah, jumped out at me as being the worst part of the that last couple so episodes. Where it was like, this just doesn't make any sense. John's supposed to kill him. In a real battle, not in a sneak attack. You know, even even the actor like who plays John, that, that's exactly what he's, he was like. I was supposed to kill the Ice King. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, man, we know. <laughs> yeah, we, we're all on your team here, man. I want the Ice King to win. It would be neat if just one of these times it didn't wrap up in the predictable way. I would have been that would have been a better ending um, if the uh, if the uh, Ice King had just won and they had all turned to like blue eyed fucking Ice King people oh. I, or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't even remember what they're called anymore. And I'm glad I don't. Dead characters come back and you realize they're Ice Kings. I don't remember whatever. what they're called anymore. White Walkers. They don't. Yeah. White Walkers. Yeah. I, I have forgotten that. And I'm glad I, I'm, I'm glad I have forgotten it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fuck that show i got out of the shower today and i thought about how, how, how angry i am I, I think about it it's like it's like one of those like awful memories that you've got there's like eight of them that we have all got it's like oh this is one of mine this is this i'm is getting there with stormlight archives i was thinking about it stormlight archives dude the motherfuckers got one idea there's this concept of stormlight which is like mana and it gives our Regular dudes turned flying superheroes with magical swords and shields and plates and fucking shit. It's uh, like, a magical world. It's their mana. All right. All they ever do is run out of mana again and again <laughs> and again. This is the most like, come up with another goddamn plot device. There are four 50-hour books. This is 200 hours of content. <laughs> this is like watching eight seasons of Game of Thrones four times. And it's just like, well, I'm a little low on mana. I'm a concerned about being low on mana. <laughs> and it's just again and again and again. It's like, dude, another fucking... I'm listening to Stormlight Archives at this point out of sheer discipline to finish the fourth <laughs> book. Just give yourself a break and you'll want to listen to it again. But like, I don't mind that. Like, it... I like that it's a realistic downside of it constantly, that it's not just like they have powers and they have them always and they just always will have these things. Like I like that they have to time it out. They have more stringent limitations than like an actual superhero would that if they don't have that stormlight, like they're just a guy like for the most part who's like famous in the world. But like, so I, I enjoyed the, the Give us a nice of the clash of the Titans. Give us a good, like, Kaladin with fucking bucket loads of stormlight and some barrels behind him just in case going up against this radiant who knows what the fuck and they're clashing and the thunder's clapping and that this is happening and it, like let's go balls to the wall with this thing instead Have of you constantly book three you're done yeah. with book three yeah okay well then there was the huge 
you know, battle at the end of that that went on for like 60 pages. That was he does do battles well. They I don't even great. know what he's saying half the time, and I'm completely <laughs> invested. Yeah, he's just like, you know, Kaladin struck wind stance and then realized because he's in a hallway environment, wind stance was not the appropriate way to handle this. <laughs> now he's on to like horse stance or something <laughs> and i'm like horse stance good choice <laughs> i also would have picked that <laughs> i don't know what the fuck they're talking about all i'm taking away is that this guy's well trained for every situation yeah. and you know that he's moved from the spear to the sword to this that he has a uh uh it's called a spren which apparently is like an angel but more of a faggot and, and it, <laughs> but it can also turn into like various weapons it's a good explanation <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and it can turn into weapons so like in mid fight if you're like eight feet from me it's a spear and i'm poking at you then you get too close and it turns into a dagger and then you back away a little mm -hmm. bit it's a sword and uh it's he's just describing these site these fights and all this stuff that's happening and the, the, dude i just endure this book as we go from sword fight to sword fight <laughs> you just want to get to sword fight i mean the yeah. sword fights are great and unlike like lord of the rings or even game of thrones like yeah he he'll get like literally kyle like 40 pages into the same fight and it's like, this is outrageous. This guy's fighting. That guy's fighting. This guy died. That guy's almost dead. And then it's like, and the sun began to go down. Now the real fighting begins. And it's like, <laughs> it's like 50 more bits. Like, good Lord. The last hundred pages of every book is just a hundred percent climax, which I like a lot. That can't be because he reads the fucking potions out of the appendix in the audio version. I've stopped listening to it. I'm like, I, I will skipped not. the potion section. I tried to read it and I was like, I will cross this bridge when I come to it. I seriously doubt that it like this was my thought process. I in the at the end of the first book, I was reading some of the potions and I was like, I number one, I feel like I'm studying now. Number yeah. two, like there is no way that it's gonna be like, and I used the juniper berry potion or Kaladin used the juniper potion. Which you will need to see Appendix One A to know. What it is. <laughs> like, he's going to explain what it is, oh, so I don't no really need to know it. the depth of it. It seems like a lot of fantasy books, and I enjoy them too. They're really about the lead up to the fight, and then the fight can be a bit of a disappointment. In this series, everything's a disappointment except the fight. He really <laughs> nails the fighting itself. Well, the fighting is is one of the best parts of it. All the action he describes it really. He's good at describing it and helping so you good. picture it. But I like the character development and the plot build up to it. Uh, I, I really enjoy that. There's a couple characters that I'm bored by or not as interested in. But for the most part, I like all of them. Like Dalinar and Adeline and Kaladin and all the Dins and even Shallan, Jasna. They're all good. Uh, Lyft, but, that little girl, I, she sucks. She is yeah. not interesting. What She just likes... She's a superhero who uses her powers to steal food like some sort of Disney character. Yeah, she's just a, a really effective vagrant. Yeah, I I don't get her. Um, her power is <laughs> just not impressive where it's like I can slide around really quick and you can't hold on to me. And it's like one the one time that they called on her like, hey, we might need you in this situation. She went head to head with someone who had the same power as her on the other team, except was really good at it. Yeah, and just blew her out of the water, and she had to be like, someone else with better powers, you need to assist me. Her powers are those of Aladdin, 
before he met the genie. <laughs> That's what she could do. She's a street rat. <laughs> she is a street rat. She and like some of that dialogue is that's something that I'll I'll say uh wit who is like the king's wit who's a very interesting character him he's interesting uh and Shalon they're both interesting and some of their dialogue is good but a I lot of their that. dialogue especially together is so like there's so much exposition there's so much like intentional wordplay you generally don't have like important like back alley conversations by the paragraph making like clever jibs and jabs and it's like okay well this is not realistic for the scenario you're in if you're having dinner at your little palace have your back and forth if you're preparing for battle don't do that Gilmore girls with magic no you know what it is (laughs) there to me their dialogue is like when Littlefinger or who's the bald eunuch dude versus Varys yeah. yeah, yeah, their their dialogue is on that level to me. It's all sort of clever, second meanings, wise observations. This guy Wit is some sort of god who's a thousand years old or something, and uh, he just has a lot of good insight and he views all of today's drama, kingdoms rising and falling, through a different lens because he's so old. The uh- anytime Varys, I mean, anytime uh, Littlefinger was on screen. I was interested and I was like, oh, I need to pay attention. Littlefinger say he's plotting. Oh, he's plotting. He's plotting. Come on. on, Littlefinger's plotting. Right, right. He's always always manipulating. Because he, you know, he, he created, he he was the catalyst for the entire story, essentially. Like, like he did the whole thing. It was, he's the problem. He's the fucking problem that started all this just because he wanted to fuck Katniss and she's not even that hot anymore. (laughs) And and (laughs) Katniss, you're probably right. That's also yeah. the name of a Hunger Games character, so I'm mixed up. Oh, but, you, you um, know what? It, there's, it's, it's impossible that they have the same name. Is it Cat, Catrin, Catlin? I know he called no. her Cat. It, uh, in Game of Thrones, Cat- like, like, yeah. like, 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 is What's it Catlin? Catlin, yeah. Catlin okay. Stark. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, um, I got Cat Piss Everdeen. Yeah, that's that's. Piss <laughs> <Cat> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah, I. Maybe I'm giving it too hard a time, but yeah, I, I was, I turned it off on my drive home. I was like, you know what? That's all I can take. It's <laughs> <I need laughs> all I can handle of this right now. I need a break from this book. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done with my break. I think I'm going to jump back in uh, to tonight. Um, no, I've, I've taken a nice long break from it. Uh, and I've, now I've I know I'm going to get to the content too quick and then I'll be disappointed that I didn't take a longer break. Has reading this book cost you a lot? Are you doing it when you could be streaming? Like I'm like, I wonder if Taylor spent twenty five thousand reading this book. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, it basically like like my end of the night time where like I'd be you know watching a movie or watching TV. I just substitute that with reading instead. Ah. Uh. And it's like, which it doesn't. It's not even like I'm sacrificing watching shows because like so much of the time now I'll scroll through, and I'm like this. There's nothing that I want to watch on any of these apps. Well, you know, I could rewatch something. Now I'll enjoy like the new book content I have for me. I'll put on like a background show and then read that. Or I'll put on uh, some relaxing music, which is probably healthier for me than having uh, like, you know, family guy playing at low volume in the background being distracting. Or either that or it's making me smarter because I'm learning to absorb the book and family guy jokes at the same time. <laughs> and you spell well spell all the useful traits of the modern I, american male people would grade you by like if you spell something wrong everyone thinks you're stupid 
You know what? That you know is what, true. You know what Dirty misspelled one time in the uh, in the in our poker chat. What? What do you got? Oh, illiterate. that's a good one to misspell. misspell Getting illiterate wrong. And it's spelled phonetically, so there's no excuse. He only used one L. He's quite the fool. Quite Senior. the fool indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but he's up on money in poker, as are you. So I'm, I'm sure that soaks up a lot yeah, of that. I think he's doing pretty well on their uh, their trip. Like like a, a bunch of our $50 patrons all went on a vacation to Detroit, to where one of them lives. And uh, I think it's Antagonist and... Um, Fucking dirty and fish and uh, cello and um, Alexander. I'll probably leave somebody out. The $50 hangout was last weekend and dirty was just eviscerating some guy. Oh, I, I, and I wanted to jump in and moderate it, but like my connection wasn't good enough. If people don't know, there was a scheduling conflict and Taylor was unavailable next weekend and I was unavailable last weekend. So, I attended the best I could while I was unavailable. It's going in and out of the woods via a cell phone. Okay. I pop in and Dirty is like, you, I hate you. I tried to turn over a new leaf and be nice to people, but I can't imagine being nice to you. The moment you said you got a big boy job working with Magic the Gathering, it was done for. And, and, and do you remember more of his... Uh, yeah, his, yeah. Um, it was more monologue. like it was like yeah. I mean, first, you want to be like I mean, first of all the guy's being tongue in cheek saying big boy job. Do you think he's being genuine? I thought he was. It, so I'm making this up. It has no basis in anything factual. But it, when I heard big boy job, I thought, oh, I bet he got health insurance at this job. That that was my assumption. There's no way he's getting health insurance working at uh, a Magic the Gathering store. Um, but um, it, I didn't. Is that his know. store? Does he work at a store or yeah. does yeah. he work? He doesn't for... work for like 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 what what are they? Wizards of the Coast. Wizards he doesn't work for like Wizards of the Coast as some sort of like regional manager of faggotry. Like like he, he <laughs> it's goes, a cool game and you like it. I like it. <laughs> I like I, I like playing with you. I, I would I play a game. I would, I, I, would play, I would play business card. <laughs> I would play a game called Faggots of Catan with you if that's what you want to play. Like, it's like, also like, a fun game. You gotta get it. <laughs> you got, got to rim the sphincter first, and then we can improve. Uh, you you suck my dick, and I'll give you two wheat. <laughs> oh right. God, not again! Oh, How much wheat does it take to win? Ten thousand wheat. <laughs> does matter come out of this? <laughs> Dick. Yeah, yeah, it's um no, it, it's it, but he he works at like a card shop, um is my understanding. And and look, it's fine. He works yeah. at a card shop. I'm not shitting on anybody's fucking profession or their job. He looked like a very young man. Almost all these people Got, are young. Yeah. yeah, it's every now and then you're like the, the one guy. You're like you're like oh yeah, you know what are you like fifty? And the guy's like I am twenty seven. <laughs> it's, it's just like. Fuck! Yeah. It's been a rough yeah, my, twenty-seven years, my, eh? My favorite part of the hangout this past one was everybody showing their soup cans because apparently there was a challenge of squeeze a Campbell's soup can as hard as you can and try and get it to burst with your your grip strength and nothing more with just one hand. And Kyle and everybody else, like Kyle, got further than anybody else in the Discord. And then Nolan, who is an absolute monster. <laughs> come on come on if, i'm squeezing it so goddamn show. hard <laughs> i'm squeezing <laughs> it so fucking hard Contact juju you, you need grip genie you, you didn't see it woody but this guy he he led up to it uh 
like he's a soft-spoken, gentle giant kind of guy. And like Dirty was was being a dick to him or something. And some Nolan was like smiling along, and somehow it came up that like this guy benches four hundred and five pounds for reps. And I was like, "Are you, are you being serious? Like that's it's if you're so not into heavy. weightlifting, and you're and you're a natural lifter like this guy, like that's a that's a strength level that most people cannot hit naturally. It's an unnatural level of strength. And yeah. he just heard on the lark. He's like, "Oh, you guys are doing a grip." Uh, Campbell soup can thing. I think I have soup and you could tell he knew he could do it because he came back with the can and a plastic bag. And then he reached his hand down for the kind use a can opener on. He's still <laughs> <laughs> he, he just yeah, we're grabbed it down there and it was, well, how long was it Kyle? Two seconds. He just goes, and he goes oh, oh no. Oh, and he's got sauce all over his hand. And, and then like he, like Kyle asked later to clarify, he's like, you didn't use two hands, right? You just used one hand. Like to be sure, and he was like, "Yeah, well, I did break it with one hand, but then I used the other hand to hold it and dump it, uh, the stuff out so that it was more dramatic looking." And he said that like it was like an admission of a lie. It's like, no, you destroyed that with one hand and then dumped the sauce out. So, shout out to Nolan on the on the grip strength thing. That was that's unbelievable. It helps that his hands look like they're the size of dinner plates. You know that can't be yeah. harmful. I did. I popped in like it was, my stream kept coming and going mm -hmm. because uh, people don't know. I was on my motorcycle doing trail riding and the Internet connection would be off and on, as you might expect. And I just hear, did you just break that with one hand? Did you just break that cable soup? Like you didn't have the floor or anything. You just kind of did it and it got noticed. Uh, Kyle texted us just now, said that his power went out. So I don't know if he's gone for the whole show or what's up with that or how no, it he work. said it'll take a bit for his router. But we'll figure it out. Oh, he said storm back now. It'll take a bit for router. Okay, so he'll be a minute. There we go. Do you have any more trips on the horizon? Or are you are you not tripped out yet? I feel like you're going too hard in this, just like Stormlight Archive. And before you know it, you're going to be like, I think I went too hard in the paint with the motorcycle. The this might be wise. This might be wise. I, while I was on that trip, it was just a weekend thing. If people don't know, I did I, Friday and Saturday. I rode with some friends all over, all over everything. This dual sport thing. They're basically street legal dirt bikes. And we went on these twisty mountain switchbacks that are paved gravel roads that are the same thing, but gravel. And then like literal hill climbs with two foot tall root obstacles in the middle of them. And mm -hmm. the single track so tight, the brushes are the bushes are brushing against your shoulders as you go and buy like everything from top to bottom. It was a great, great weekend. And one guy wants to do a trip. It's about nine days long where they go from, I think Virginia to New York via gravel roads. Oof. And uh, I'm like, what's the best timing to talk to the boys, talk to my wife. Like I, <laughs> you know, I've only been home for two and a half weeks, three weeks now. Yeah. Is it better to give more notice? I think it's not. I think it's not. I think with Jackie, I'm going to mention this sometime in August. And go in <laughs> <Just> September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just tell us and we won't tell her. <laughs> I, I had the same feeling with you guys, but you asked me about it. I was like, should I give them like, is it better to give them like eight weeks notice or like is four fine? And, and I don't know. <laughs> the month we could get by too. Yeah. We yeah. Can we record on Wednesday? Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So it may, it would be neat if we did like a similar thing to what we did 
is it okay? I think it's okay to say for when you get married, yeah. where like, you know, we did two shows in one day and then there was like a nine day span of nothing. Yeah. Like, that would be really cool. And that wasn't, I thought like the five hour grind was going to be a lot harder than it was. It was almost like, like the, the one hour for this is so, so easy compared to like the four hour. Like you forget that like a lot of podcasts are just an hour long. Oh my gosh. I, I watch a, a paramotor and paragliding podcast. It's an hour long, but they have like 30 minutes worth of like standard shit they do. Advertisements, giveaway, thank away spon thanking sponsors and mm -hmm. stuff. I'm like this thing, are you doing 25 minutes of content? <laughs> <laughs> that is so tidy. How much how much could you talk about every week, though, where it's like, all right, welcome to the next episode uh, for the 50th week in a row. No new technology on this front. Uh, oh, you just reeling people who almost died every week. <laughs> you know? Oh, OK. Ta well, that is an endless fountain. <laughs> Taylor, tell us about your near death experience. Well, <laughs> well, I got into a pretty silly hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it all starts here. <laughs> I, I, I was talking about the leading cause of death in paramotoring. It's it's drowning people landing in water that mm -hmm. changes sometimes. And you're like leading cause of death. The, sh the leading cause of every every sport should be cardiac arrest or heart yeah. disease or something. Like, yeah. like the, the leading cause of death in bowling, your heart explodes spontaneously. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Same with like darts, all those bar games. I bet the leading cause of death amongst bowlers probably is like diabetes, heart disease, something like that. For sure. Because like who's the average guy who's really into bowling? He's older because like bowling seems yeah. to be like a little like baseball that like millennials and the younger generation just didn't don't really give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like basketball and change. Football. Yeah, like millennials are not into aviation. They're not into bowling. They're not into shucks, a bunch of things. Some of that's finance, but some yeah. of it's just, they don't think it's interesting. Yeah. Like all sports ratings are going down. I think we saw that. And that's, mm -hmm. I, I still lean that it's streaming. Like, instant content like people have gotten so into like even now like amazon prime will release a show and it's like one episode what year do you think it is idiot netflix does it all at once do it like netflix and so now like even something like a sporting event it's like am i going to organize my whole day around this no no i can still i can catch the highlights i can you know not look at my phone and rewatch it later on my own time whatever the case may be so I, I don't think it's going to get better. The way I take in content now, I'm not conditioned to deal with all these breaks anymore. Even something like hockey, which on the spectrum is a pretty continuous sport. Mm -hmm. So shocks. There's two 20 minute breaks uh, between first and second and second and third period for people to watch. And then there's always stoppages. There's icing. There's this there's yeah. scheduled commercial breaks. Uh, you know, that's just not the Netflix or YouTube experience. It's nonstop. Just one flows into the next that flows into the next. They're all, they're never allowing you an opportunity to get away from their thing. They want you addicted. Mm -hmm. Hockey, football, you name it. It's mostly breaks. It feels like, and that, I don't have that kind of attention span anymore. Yeah. I feel it. especially football, like hockey. That's why I do like that. You get a lot of continuous play. And if it goes to a commercial, I'll just look at my phone or something. But, uh, I've been watching, and this this is tangentially related to hockey, but not really about the players. Uh, Vegas, who was like known to be like this really good starter franchise, like almost won a couple cups. They're developing like a reputation now of not 
of continuously not telling their own players they've been traded until they find out about it on social media. And they've gotten away with it, you know, just like, oh, it was a little mistake, but it's happened so many times now. And they just did it to, you probably even know who he is, Mark andre Fleury, sure. who's a goalie for people out there. He was like... It seems like an like, old name. He's still yeah, around? He's, he's only 36. That's because he was drafted like... Like he was seen as like a, this guy is a for sure goalie. And so they drafted him first overall in like 2003 or something at 18. And they started his career. He's won three Stanley Cups. He left Pittsburgh uh, very generously, magnanimously almost, and went to Vegas. And he's been the face of their franchise, like because he's the most famous player there with the most cups and the most hardware. He won the Vesna last year, which is for the best goalie throughout the regular season. That's how you pronounce that, Vesna? I've always said Vesna in my head. Maybe it's the Vezina. But I've always I, said Vesna in my head. I'm there's a good chance I've got it wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> me I and my know. pronunciations. But carry on. But uh, and like he apparently towards the end of his career, he's played about including playoff games. He's played about a thousand and fifty, little less than that games in his career, which for a goalie is fucking, but just bananas. So ridiculous. Like if a goalie plays 400, 500 games in his career, it's like man, that guy, that guy went for a while, huh? For people that don't know, goalies usually don't play every game. They mm -hmm. don't have scheduled rests because they yeah. play every minute when they do play. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they traded him to Chicago and he didn't find out until he saw it on Twitter like today hmm. or yesterday that like Chicago traded for him. They gave him away for free basically because it was a way to clear $7 million of cap space off of the Vegas uh, uh, cap because that's they've been having trouble. But basically, yeah, they took a guy who's been in the NHL for 18 years now, little almost that long, and they traded him without even telling him. And this is like not even the third or fourth time Vegas has done this. And so, like, I think a lot of players are going to get pissed off by this and be more hesitant to sign there if it's like, oh yeah, you'll sign me to a nice contract, and then I'll find out through a trending topic on Twitter that like, oh, why why is my name true? Oh, I guess uh, I guess I'm moving to Chicago, and it was such a shock to him that he was like, "I need to talk to my family and see if I'm even going to decide to continue playing in the NHL. I might just retire. Like I've made a hundred million dollars in my career. I'm not hurting for cash. I may just fucking quit because fuck you." So I feel bad for him. That's a really disrespectful, especially because it's Chicago. Like it, if I'm him, and I've got well, a couple cups and everything. Oh, because uh, they no. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's my impression of what it's like to live in the Chicago area. It's going to be cold. It's going to be yucky. Mm -hmm. The commutes are pretty rough. It's expensive. If he got traded to Carolina, now I'm biased, but work with me. Mm -hmm. It'd be like, oh, good schools. I'm not famous anymore, which is yeah. it's famous sounds cool, but it's not. It sucks. You know, I, I, I could go shopping nobody knows who i am it's mm -hmm. just like i don't know brick sidewalks and golf course communities and shit like okay carolina's not a bad place for a hockey player to live no not at all and i think another thing is like carolina's like a really good team right now and so they it would are. make more sense for him he's he doesn't have a lot of time left whereas <clears> chicago <throat> is not and so like is he going to join is he going to move to cold ass chicago buy a house, move his whole family there to play like a couple years for a team that's not going to do anything. Detroit's not good either, but like there's another city where it's like, oh, you're going to mm -hmm. have like fucking traffic jams and yucky weather. And I, I don't know if, yeah. if I heard I got traded to Tampa Bay again. All, why do all the good teams, good places to live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like Tampa, all their players take, take pay cuts. 
like yeah seemingly because they want to do they sell the team the predators are they still going they do yeah they're not uh, yeah they're not very good anymore well they yeah, make I, it that one if i heard i was going to nashville i'd be like that might be a nice place to live i like nashville oh yeah like if i were to be in the nhl the fucking florida panthers you mm-hmm. live in miami no mm-hmm. one knows who you are mm-hmm. and you still make a professional athlete salary yes yeah and where do the florida panthers play exactly what city miami Oh, cost of living's kind of high there, but yeah, it is. But like, that would be worth it. Like, would you rather play in like Edmonton? Ooh. That's so cold. So cold. Montreal to me is the worst. It's so cold, and everybody's paying attention to you. Mm. Every, like, you just, I don't, you have a bad game last night. You're going to hear about it at the Quickie Mart today. Yeah. That, like, teams like Montreal and Toronto, like, players will leave there. And then do way better in other cities, and they'll be like, "What do you think it is?" It's like, I was just, you know, in like the second period, I missed a pass, and I was just obsessed with. It. I knew there'd be fifty articles before I left the locker room, and then they were gonna <laughs> follow me out to my car, and then write articles about how I was drunk while I was playing or something, and I can't even address it to disprove. It. Like, like they just make shit up. It's it's like fucking playing for the Patriots, I'd assume, because Toronto is an enormous city, bigger than Boston, and they're all fucking obsessed, but. Anyway, that's enough hockey. Kyle, you're a little darker in the light. Yeah, everything got shut off. All the lights got shut off, so I had to quickly like reboot everything. Um, I was going to say earlier um, – oh, I just spilled so much Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh. That oh, sucks. Well. Where's the Where'd... fucking plus button? Right, there it is. Um, I was going to say uh, to, our, to our viewers out there, if you want to take part in the cream of mushroom soup challenge – you have to show the can on camera, all right? To so show that it has not been altered in some way. I need to see the bottom. I need to see the top. I need to see this poppy thing has not been popped at all. This one's a little springy because I've been squeezing the fuck out of this bitch. I need to see there's no dents. One-handed. Don't care if it's your right or your left. If, if this thing like leaves the camera frame and you start getting out the vice grips, I'm going to know what happened. But one-handed, you got to pop this son of a bitch. All right? It's got to pop. Are you, now, are you, do you think you could do it with two hands right now? I know where this is going. I will not be manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. to see it there. <laughs> the answer is absolutely. I could pop this with two hands. Um, and I, don't you. Uh, I know you don't, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you got to do it with one hand, which is something that I apparently can cannot fucking do. I can. I, don't I can, think dent- I can do it with two hands. I'm, I'm asking myself if I combine the strength of my paralyzed hand with my broken fingers. Could they together destroy a can of soup? I don't think so. I don't know. How, it, it these probably are some way bullshit easier. hands we're working with here. It'd probably be way easier to just break one of these, right? A full one, like a soda, because it's already carbonated and it kind of wants to pop, I would imagine. That does seem like it's working in your favor. Whereas like the can of soup, and the can of soup is a lot more rigid. It's thicker. Like, like It doesn't make the tinny little crushy sound of this. I'm gonna. I don't even know if I have any soup. I'll give it a go. Yeah, Taylor's a shot. Are you still doing all those farmers carries? Uh, I'm starting up again because I finally got my basement finished, oh, and so right. I got to move all my sectional furniture and my TV and my entertainment system all back in there. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably I'll probably kick that up probably next week. I've been messing with uh, with all my workouts for a while, like trying new ones. I, I just got bored of the same shit over <laughs> and over, and so now I'm like doing a lot more like a la carte where it's like, all right, I'm bored to shit of a seated row. I need to still hit my, 
upper back though. So what, okay, I'll do the T-bar row or I'll do the chainsaw uh, dumbbell row on the bench or so, something like that. And that's been making it a little more, you know, fun. I'm getting I like, I go, I ebb and flow with my like interest in it as other hobbies come and go. And it's like mm -hmm. the last week or so I've been amping up a lot more back into the lifting, like watching a lot of, uh, and in like, Funny enough, like more plates, more dates. I never really watched much of his channel, but I started watching it and uh, I started like looking for like the workout tips. And then the more it was like, I'd find myself watching a video where he's like, check out this gay pre-workout that only losers <laughs> use. And I'm like, yeah. And, then, then I'm watching that. and it's so interesting. All the, like his, his depth of knowledge, like, like preaching to the choir, obviously you guys know way more. His depth of knowledge is insane. I've watched so much more plates, more dates that Derek's vocabulary seems normal to me. Like, it, it's like, oh, this isn't even an efficacious dosage of whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing people say. Yeah. <laughs> I like in the beginning, like, he seems to have, like, some go-tos where he's like, this this protein powder, how about you just drag your balls across my face and then fuck my pretty little mouth? How about that? How about instead of giving me this, how about you fuck my tight little mouth? <laughs> Usually not that that obscene. So no, yours is good. I see where you're going with it. Yeah, he's like he was so insulted by G Fuel. They put like one milligram of something in it, and he's like, "You're assuming that your uh, buyer, your customers, are too stupid to read this label." He went off the charts with it. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, I did like the G Fuel one because everyone yes. and their mom is sponsored by G Fuel, and for him to just be like, "It's." terrible like it is worse <laughs> than a full sugar monster energy almost so he's um i greg Doucette and more plates more dates share a lot of subscribers i would say mm -hmm. and um greg Doucette came out with a pre-workout and it's very similar to Derek's. like it has good doses dosages and it's it's good although it has one thing is it beta alamine do i have that right kyle do you know beta apparently yeah, yeah. that's stuff yeah. that just makes you itchy that's the thing gives you an itchy butthole <laughs> and uh Derek's subs are going nuts on how it like the only difference between the two is that the itchy butthole compound that he added to it. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh and Greg's defending the itchy butthole compound that he put in there. And it, it it I'm enjoying the whole back and forth. Yeah, that beta alanine is the worst. I I, I don't know why people you like don't like that. it. It doesn't okay, make you some harder. people like it. Well, I guess if you use the right amount, which is a ton, you get a 3% benefit. Greg argues that the benefits start before the maximum efficacious dose, and then you might get a 1% benefit from it. In the world of competitive mm -hmm. sports, going from a 400 to a 404-pound bench matters. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess. I don't yeah, if that's... If that's the person he's preaching to, someone trying to edge out another 1% on their competitive amateur you know, bench or whatever for powerlifting. But for the average person, even someone who's really into lifting, like, are you getting that much out of it? I remember when I would use it because it was like when I first started lifting more, I was like, okay, this is what you do. Everybody does pre-workout. And I remember after like months of that being like, the thing I dread more than the workout itself is that tingly like starting to almost panic feeling of like, I need to start moving right now. I have to start moving. Uh, it was awful. Like that, huh. I, I talked about the time I did lit that pre-workout and it had like 350 grams of cat or not grams, milligrams of caffeine and a bunch <laughs> of beta alanine. And 
taking that and being so on edge that I couldn't lift because like I, I just I, I just paced for hours, just paced around like talking to myself until it went away. It was it was like a bad drug experience. So I'm never doing beta. Al that was the last time I did the beta alanine shit. Never again. I should have used that today. I just got out of the gym right before this show. I spent three hours doing a workout that should have taken half that. <laughs> you're just fiddling around taking like five minute breaks between sets maybe if i had an itchier butthole or something i'd have got my ass in gear and and a little less facebook messenger a little more pump and iron i'll do that where it'll be like all right i'm, I'm making pretty good time let me take a little couple minute break between my next sets i'm gonna shoot a puck into all four corners of my little target <laughs> thing. And then it's like 12 minutes later and it's like, this isn't going to happen, Taylor. You just, just go back <laughs> and start lifting again. But that's yeah. nice. When you accidentally take a really long break, you go back and it's like, I could, you know, I, I could add some more weight here. You know? then, then you start wondering if you're cheating. Like, oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Last time I lifted 115, 125, 135, for example. All right. How does that go if you don't rest seven minutes between sets or something stupid like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, not as easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it doesn't really matter too much as long as you have the time to do that. And I, li I like that sometimes. Like sometimes I like just hammering out the workout in like, you know, 90 minutes or so. And other times like I like really taking my time and fucking around. Or like if I... You know, if I feel like I still have a little more in the tank at the end of the workout, I'll be like, well, then you didn't really have a very effective workout, did you? And so I'll be like, all right, well, what is it? Push day? All right, I'm going to fuck around with more tricep pushdowns until like my triceps burn. Or I'm going to, you know, do more body weight dips until like I really am shaking on the way up. Body weight dips, they're the last exercise I do and they're nice because they, body weight dips are like the pull-ups of push day. Mm -hmm. They get everything. And it's like your whole workout can just be going okay. And it's like, all right, this is the money run. And then we're going to do tricep. We're going to, I'm sorry, I meant to say dips. We're going to do dips until we can't do dips anymore. And then we'll do that two or three more times. By the time it's finished, your whole workout went well because you fucking crushed it on the dips. Dips will get it. Oh, did you not have great delts, chest, tries? Dips, 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 bitch. Yeah, by the mm -hmm. time you finish all these dips, you'll have a good workout. So, yeah, that reminds me, uh, that guy we were talking about from the patron, the super soldier, Nolan, he was, uh -huh. I was, I was asking after him, like, so what are your most like impressive lifts that you do? And clearly he's excels at pushing. Cause he's like, well, I do weighted dips and I got, I can do 135 pounds attached to my waist and then I can bang out, you know, two or three dips like that. And I weigh two seventy five, so yeah, it's like a it's like a four hundred and eight pound dip or something I can get up to, and it's like that's what that's absurd. Like, <laughs> where where's this poor dip stand? Like <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he'd do on my dips. Like, what would my so I do? Um, you know, a squat rack, the bar that like mm -hmm. uh, you would use if you failed. The dips attached to the side of that. Can he even do 500 pound dips? I don't know. <laughs> towards him, <laughs> he'd have to like put him towards the middle of the rack, and then he's got to be on middle. something pretty fucking sturdy because you know yes. he's a big dude. Like I think he's like close to 300 pounds, maybe. Like yeah. and mm. uh, and then he's like strapping on another 230. Did he say like 130? So he got oh, 130, like low, like low 400 pounds of him. Okay, down. that's a lot more reasonable than now that I think about it's it. Still heavy. 
Oh, so I mean, much. I'm not saying it's not a lot. It's incredible yeah. amount to be it, doing for weighted. Dip. You're not doing that on a $65 dip stand from Amazon. No, no, <laughs> no. That would be incredibly dangerous. Oh, it would just fold right out, like a yeah, yeah like a tin can. Well, that that guy's impressive. Need yeah. to if he if he did some cutting, he'd just be a monster. Probably. Oh, I mean, yeah. Show's almost over, but I watched Juji's gym tour. Have you guys seen that? It's awesome. That is thorough. That, yeah. that video, I think I went four or five sessions to make it from beginning to end. But um, I guess if you had a cost, no object gym, that might be exactly where you land. Like yeah. budget didn't seem to be part of the equation at all. And no, he's doing it as a business too. You know, it's his, mm -hmm. it's his livelihood. So it makes a lot of sense. And a lot of the stuff like, is just clearly there for variety, like Kyle said, to make it more videos. And that's like, that would be such a fun place to work out. You could do 15 pull days, never touch the sh same machine twice. Everything's new. Like it would be, it would be sick. Do you want that? Different don't, preference. You, don't you want to hit the same thing every, every, you know, like, and stay consistent so that you're actually like, you know, stay consistent with your workout. Like, like if you're going to do like, that's true. A I like to make progress in a thing. You know, yeah. I, I like to change the weight and make it go up. I also value free space more than he seems to. He has yeah. a 4,000 square foot building that he has packed so you can barely walk around. And, you know, I, I, to me, that gym's even better if he sells four machines. I could see myself. I, I agree with you there. Like having a little more pace around like open space would be good. So it doesn't feel quite so commercial. But like I could definitely see myself structuring like a PPL split where it's like, all right, I have these like static compound lifts, like two or three of those that I always do. And then, you know, five accessories that I do as well. And you can mix and match those a little more as long as you're still like hitting exhaustion by the end of it. That would be he fun. He did sell me on the machines though. He'd be like, this machine is made by Panzier, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, they're the people that also do the upholstery for Lamborghinis. And it has like, <laughs> like detailed stitching and arches, like spider webs and shit. And I'm like, God, that, that it just looks so high end. And yeah. you can't touch it, but I feel like it touches like a, a Lamborghini steering wheel or something. Like it's that. I uh what is that high-end material call? I forget. I watched his video with Eric Bugenhagen, that maniac who takes the exact opposite approach to equipment where <laughs> Eric is like, I use the absolute worst equipment. <laughs> like he went to Juji's gym and he was like, this, this is too much, man. This is too much. Let's go get a workout in. And so he had them go outside and do bear crawls in the yard and like, see how far they could throw rocks. And like, it was like just like a funny little like F you where it's like, we're going to get a real workout in Juji. Look at this pile of rocks. You know, we're going to do rock sit-ups, rock crush. And it's that guy's yeah. hilarious. I, I, I watched Juji do a workout where they were just running across rocks for time. What? This is just ankle sprain practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what exercises are you even working? But yeah, his channel is so much better since Tom left. Like, way better. I I was never a fan of Tom. I thought he detracted from every episode or every video he was in because it, and it was so obvious that he wanted to be like an equal part. When I think both of you said more, Kyle, like that. Like, no, you're the sidekick guy. You should be holding the camera. 
the, the oh, Olympian yeah. looking guy who whose upper body weighs 200 pounds that can do mm -hmm. standing backflips like he's the guy and there'd be videos where it's like Juji and some other mountainous guy doing grip strength and it's like he would just angle in and be like my turn my turn everybody look at me now and I edit yeah. it and so it's going to be a equal parts time for the, the average dude it's like I'm no not one here wants to it. see Juji Brock Lesnar and Woody's gamer tag do benching yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. of these things belong together. If I was in a video with, with Juji, I would be like, "Dude, I'll hold the camera, man. Like, uh, I know yeah. I, I'll make I'll make jokes from behind the camera. That that's what I'll do. <laughs> no one wants to watch my lame ass lifts, you know. You're, when this you're pretty strong, but well, he is. I, I would like for him to get Brad Shaw in that gym, the the giant strong man. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done a collab, but uh, we should probably call it because I know very soon we have to uh, start. Yeah.